Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of the Hey Coach podcast. This is your host, Eric Reyes, and this is the podcast that takes a look at business concepts taken from coaching and the athletic sidelines. Once again, thanks for tuning in. And to my new listeners, welcome. I know you're going to get a lot out of this. Today is our last installment of the Assert Principles of Success, and today we're going to be talking about techniques. But before I do this, if you haven't done so, please subscribe, rate, review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It moves me up in the ranks, and because of that, it helps other people find the show. So let's get to it, one-on-one with techniques. When we look at the Assert Principles of Success, we are looking at alignment, stance, responsibility, strengths, and experiences. Techniques are how we're going to achieve each one of these steps. And in doing this, it will bring everything and tie everything together. Have you ever watched a sporting event on TV and you hear the announcers say, wow, he had terrible technique there. Let's say in football. If you're going to go tackle, they always say, see what you're hitting. They always want your head in front instead of behind the person that you're tackling. There's reasonings to this. You want to see what you're going to tackle because if your head is down, he can make a move and you can't see it happening. With the head in front of the receiver or the running back, you cut his lane off. You are now meeting him at that point of contact. If your head is behind him, now all you have is your arms to try to tackle him instead of having your body and your arms. You want to go through the person that you're tackling. You see this a lot in pro football where someone is going to go to make a tackle and they don't even wrap. All they do is hit the person. They're hoping that collision will hit him out of bounds or knock him to the ground. They very seldomly use their arms. This is bad technique. You can also have bad technique in business. I remember when I used to be a clerk in the commodity exchange, we would have to reconcile trades from the current day, but also sometimes from previous days. And on that famous Black Monday years ago, we had trades that were not reconciled four days prior. And some of the clerks would just match them and not do the research. And 80% of the time, it was right. But on those times that they were wrong, you had to kill trades, re-reconcile them, find what the right trades were. And this took so much time. If they took a little extra time to do the research, they would have only had to do the job once. There's a reason for proper technique. Sometimes we speak of this proper technique as working on the basics. So what are the proper techniques in alignment? Well, let's go back. Alignment is getting the right people around you, the people that have the same mindset, the same values, the same goals, How do we get those people around us? How do we bring ourselves out and connect with these people? The first thing is, who do you want to align with? When I started this business, 
I wanted to align myself with athletes and coaches who are in transition and to find people who have helped these athletes in their transition process. So what I did was I went on LinkedIn, looked in my network of people to see if there were people in my network that are doing this or have done this. Then I started to research ex-athletes and ex-coaches. I went on LinkedIn, I went on Instagram, Twitter, and I started looking for these people. And specifically, people who have not only have done it, but learned from it and hopefully find some people who are now teaching it. I also went on Clubhouse and I looked for those groups that were athletes, people in leadership training, athletes who are looking to help in confidence and in the mental health arena. And I started to listen in and then contribute to these conversations. And in doing so, I was able to find people who were thinking the same way I was, whose thought process was the same and were in alignment to what my thought processes were, and became very friendly with them. And in doing so, I asked those people if they knew others who were of the same mindset. So if you're looking for people to be aligned with, think of groups. Think of people on LinkedIn, Instagram. Think of people in your community. There's a lot of networking groups in some communities. There's also church groups. And within the church, there are also different groups within the church. And if you don't have one, maybe start a group. See if you can get a few people, maybe put an advertisement in a local paper of what you're looking for. It doesn't have to be something fancy. It doesn't have to be big. Maybe get together at a coffee shop and say, hey, I'm looking for people who are whatever it is that you're looking for. But get in, get those people around you. Surround yourself with people of the same mindset. So that's alignment. Stance. We've touched on this a bit. How do we know what we stand for? Funny question. You would think that, yeah, you know, I know what I stand for, but some people don't. Some people really don't have that idea. And it's not because they don't stand for anything. It's just because they've never taken time to say, what do I really believe in? And this, again, could be in many aspects of your life. What is your religious belief? What do you care about most? You know, there are a lot of people who have a strong stance in politics, a strong stance in religion, a strong stance in finance. So take some time out and write down what are things that you believe in? What are things that are important to you? You know, do you believe that being honest and truthful are important things? Do you feel that you truly believe in your religion? and you have a strong stance on that, go back to stance on the assert principles of success. In there, I have the different steps to finding out your stance, what your core beliefs are. 
Step one was to start with a beginner mindset. Step two was create your list of values. Three was chunk your personal values into related groups. Four was highlight the central themes for each group. Five was determine your top personal core values. Six was give your personal values richer content. And seven was to test the ecology of each value. So I would go back to there. There's also some spots and some uh, links that will help you with finding and creating that list of personal values. I would definitely have you go back, listen to that again, take some notes. And also the links are in there in the show notes for stance. Responsibility. How do we do techniques and responsibility? Well, the main thing is to change your mindset that you are going to be a more responsible human being. You know, that's the first important technique. Other techniques are to write down all the responsibilities that you have. And you might want to get somebody to come in and help you to either tell you what things that you have been responsible for that you may not have thought of, but also to honestly tell you things that you have fallen short with in your responsibility. You know, when you're working, normally a company will meet up with you year end or the beginning of the year, and they will go through your shortcomings, things that you've done better, and set goals for the year to come. You know, these things are responsibilities that you had in your job, in your business, and where the shortcomings are. So if businesses do this, you should do the same thing. The best thing is to get somebody who's going to give you their honest and truthful assessment of your shortcomings and your greatest achievements. A lot of times our friends just won't tell you when you've fallen short. They may say it to others. They may hold it in. But you need to know, what have you been responsible for that you have fallen short? And what have you had strengths in? And write these down. Again, in the Assert Principles of Success one-on-one of responsibility, there are things to do. Writing down your pros and cons writing down your responsibilities, also knowing what things you're responsible for that maybe you don't want to be responsible to do. You know, many times people place responsibilities on us and we don't want it. And it's okay to say, hey, I don't want to be responsible for this. I have too much on my plate. That's okay. When you're trying to put your schedule together, time management is so important. and. If people are putting responsibilities on you or asking you to take a new task, you know, it's great to take on things you are now responsible for and you now will have to fulfill that responsibility. But it is also okay to say, hey, I have so much on my plate. I really can't take this responsibility. And too many people are scared to say no because they think that that shows that you don't want to be a team player. But to me, that's being a better team player because 
if I don't have time for something, the odds are I am not going to give my 100% to that task. And in not giving 100%, that's just an injustice to that team. So it's okay to do this. So again, let's go to the responsibilities. Let's write them down. Let's look at things that we're responsible for that we have done well in. And let's also look at responsibilities that we have not taken or have dropped the ball. And let's start categorizing these things on what's really important to the least important. And you know what? If you have to drop things, so be it. Okay. Now, what are our techniques for finding our strengths? Again, this is a great place to have someone come in to help you. First of all, sit down and write down all your strengths. Write down things that you think that you're, you're really good at. Then also get someone, get a friend and ask them, what are my strengths? What am I inherently good at? What have I became good at? And let them be brutally honest with you also. You know, you might think that you're a great organizer and your friends may tell you, you know, you're not really good at bringing people together. But on the other hand, you may not think that you're a great leader and your friends would say, hey, you're a great leader. You are someone that we follow. And if you say that there's something should be done this way, we normally go and do it because they know that they respect what you say. Again. In the past episode of One-on-One, Assert Principles Under Strengths, I list a couple of resources, and one of them is What is Your Strengths? List of Strengths and Motivation Job Article. What are your strengths examples? You know, look at those, those articles. They're going to help you build that list of strengths. And of course, You don't need to always use your strengths, but it's always good to know what your strengths are. And that's not being arrogant. You know, when you're going to a job interview and they ask you what your strengths are, you know, you don't have to be arrogant and say, well, I'm great at all this stuff, but it's good to know what your strengths are so that you can list what you can bring to the table for that job interview. So again, Get a couple of friends separately and ask them, what are your strengths? And see if they match what you have. And if there's other ones, write them down. These strengths will help you succeed knowing what you're strong at and what you're not and taking those strengths and using it to help you move forward. And the last thing is your experiences. And as we spoke in our one-on-one assert principles of success under experiences, it's another time where you should sit down and list the experiences. And this time, not with other people, just on your own. Think of times where you have done things that you've learned from, and also, more importantly, what you've seen others do that would help you One of the things they always say is, learn from your mistakes. But as I always say, it's best to learn from other people's mistakes. 
And on top of that, it's good also to learn from others' successes. If I want to learn how to write a book, I don't go to someone who's never written a book. If I want to learn how to play basketball, I don't go to a football player. Know what you want and then find the people who have done it and ask them their experiences. What have they done to get them moving forward? What mistakes did they do? What did they learn from those mistakes? This goes back, again, full circle to alignment. When you have those people around you who believe the same things that you believe or want to go in the same direction that you want to go, you'll always find those people who have been there and done that, as they say. Those people you will find are open to teach you and to help you go through things smoothly. You know, when I was thinking about opening up a indoor training facility, I went and drove about two and a half hours out of my way to find someone who I knew who opened up their own. And what he said is, we can get together and I can show you all the things that we did wrong so that you don't do it. And it wasn't going to cost me anything. They were going to do it to help me. Our facilities were nowhere even close to each other. He was willing to teach me and to help me go over these hurdles that I've never have ever jumped over and show me which ones I can go around and how to go over things that I needed to get over. He was going to show me it all. And in turn, we were actually going to partner up and do a joint venture where members could go to either place because of what he was doing for me, I wanted to help him out also. So techniques, and there are so, so much more. I've just touched base on each one of our assert principles, but technique is the how to succeed. So that's it. We've gone through alignment, stance, strengths, experiences, responsibility, and technique. The six steps of the assert principles. I hope that this helped you. Like I said, I just touched the surface of each one of the steps. If you are interested in learning more, if you're interested in me helping you through these steps, please reach out to me at eric at heycoachreyes.com. Go to my website, heycoachreyes.com. I'd love to help you through your journey wherever I can. I am starting to build a coaching community where I will help coach anyone who is trying to succeed, and I would love to help you. So again, the main steps, alignment, stance, responsibility, technique, these are the main four core principles, and then you take your strengths and your experiences, and that'll move you to a better, stronger, and more fulfilling life and business. So until next time, assert yourself and move forward to success. Take care.